Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another edition of my Team Selector, the return of my Team Selector, my preview show ahead of tomorrow night's game at Stamford Bridge, Chelsea versus Fulham in the Premier League. It's felt a little while since Chelsea played that game against Liverpool at Anfield. It's because of how much has happened in the transfer window. Unless I'm missing someone, we've signed two more players. We had transfer deadline day. We had a massive player in Jorginho leave. We had the Hakim Ziyech drama. It's just been insane. It really has. Uh, but it's good to get Chelsea back in action. Hopefully seeing some of those new players, not only like Enzo Fernandez, there's going to be a big debate point over this, you know, and wait to see if he can actually play tomorrow in, in Chelsea's midfield and make that debut. But the players we did sign earlier in the month, it's easy to forget about those players as well who could feature in this game. So really exciting and uh, a bit more optimism around Stamford Bridge, at least until we kick off at 8pm tomorrow. Things may change as we know this season. Before we get into that, my predicted lineup, team news, what Graham Potter had to say around everything. Also looking at Fulham. Uh, all of that good stuff, make sure to hit that subscribe button, make sure to hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of the Chelsea content on the channel. Just to plug, got some more Enzo Fernandez content coming up for you on the channel. We've got some uh, brilliant guests coming onto the show to speak about Enzo Fernandez, how the deal happened, how it all came about with Chelsea, and also what Enzo Fernandez could bring to Chelsea from a tactical point of view as a player. Really excited to share those shows in the coming days over the weekend. But Let's get into it. Um, also, just want to say as well, Son of Chelsea is a part of the 90min podcast network. If you, are if you aren't listening on the podcast, make sure to go and check it out. Link in the description box below. And if you are listening, make sure to give us a positive rate and review. It really does help out. But let's get into it. So Fulham, we lost 2-1 the last time uh, against them. That Thursday night game, the Drow Felix red card. Chelsea, of course, still suffering with, with a lot of injuries at that point. And it was a really depressing point. It was another low moment in this season. Since then, we have recovered in some way. You know, we beat Crystal Palace 1-0. The draw at Anfield was part frustrating, I think part encouraging based on the performance. I think the performance levels have increased. And you can even argue, I, I know some people were looking at the, the Fulham performance and were really, of course, just depressed throughout the result. But actually looking at that performance from an attacking point of view, there was encouragement. So I think you could sort of say since the Man City FA Cup game, we have seen an upturn in form. I actually think the Liverpool performance was better than the Palace performance, but it just shows you the nature of football. We didn't take our chances against Liverpool. So hopefully that will carry into this game. But there are new faces and one of the biggest questions for Graham Potter in his press conference today regarded Enzo Fernandez. Will Enzo make his Chelsea debut tomorrow night at Stamford Bridge? Here is what he had to say in his press conference. He said, we'll see. We've got to go through the paperwork and he needs to get the clearance and all that. I've spoken to him. My Spanish isn't great and his English isn't great. So we needed a translator, but we'll get there. He is an impressive young man and I'm really excited to work with him. So, that is the big thing. It's kind of unknown at the moment whether he's going to get that work permit in time. It's it's a quick turnaround, but hopefully Chelsea are, have done their due diligence to get it done in time. Because um, I think it kind of, as we're going to get into with Chelsea's injury situation, kind of need Enzo Fernandez from the off. And when you spent that much on him, you want him starting the game. And we saw with Joao Felix, we saw with Mikhailo Mudrik, we've seen with Benoit Badiashile. A lot of these players have gone straight into the first team and actually look pretty good. So hopefully that will be the case with Enzo Fernandez. On wider injury news with the players, this is what uh, Graham Potter said in his press conference as well. Ben Chirwell, Reese James, Raheem Sterling and Ruben Loftus-Cheek are back in the squad. Not ready for 90 minutes, but in the squad. However, Wensley Fofana has been part of training 
partly with the team and he will be stepping it up next week so still not available we are still without Denis Zakaria Christian Pulisic Mateo Kovacic N'Golo Kante and Armando Breuer of course Armando Breuer out for the rest of this season so still some injury problems and I think for, for Chelsea to navigate but to have Chirwell James, Sterling and Loftus-Cheek back in the squad is important. It really is, uh, particularly with the return of the Champions League, um, not next week, the week after. So that is important from a Chelsea perspective. But let's get into to Fulham. Um, really impressive so far this season. I mean, Marco Silva, I had him kind of like nailed down. I think a lot of people did as kind of that first manager to be sacked. I had it with another London club last year, Crystal Palace, when I thought Patrick Vieira was going to be the first manager to be sacked. He wasn't. He done really well. Same things happened this season. Marco Silva has really done well and I think this is a coach just if you focus in on Marco Silva as a coach you know I think there was a lot of optimism around him when he originally arrived at Hull and although they got relegated I think there was kind of optimism around this coach that he was going to do something exciting went to Watford did pretty decent there went to Everton there was controversy around that move but then it all went wrong for him. Um, so to see him come back with with Fulham in this way and, and get them into a position where they're comfortable, but also the potential of even European football. I mean, just looking at the table, um, they are two points clear of Chelsea at the moment, uh, playing a game more. Looking at their recent form, they have lost their last two Premier League games uh, to Newcastle and Spurs. Good opposition, to be fair, since beating Chelsea last month at home. And looking at some of their signings, they really have worked out well. Paulinho has been a really impressive midfielder since the start of this season Pereira from Manchester United was a player I think that was lost to Old Trafford but seems to have found new motivation and found a little bit more influence since moving to Fulham it's been a decent move for him and I've got to say from a Chelsea perspective Willian has rolled back the years um, still showing that he can offer things at this level Um, it, it just shows you you know players we can write off players. We are all guilty of doing it, especially when they get over the age of 30 and just thinking that that's it, they're done. And I'm as guilty as anyone else of doing that. But Willian is proving for Fulham that he could even be good enough to still get a game for Chelsea. So I am happy for Willian because I like him as a player. But let's hope he doesn't score at Stamford Bridge because he, he kind of broke a heart's doing it in the last game. Let's hope he has a quiet night at Stamford Bridge. But it's unlikely given his form this season. And of course, Alexandra Mitrovic, who wasn't available last time um, out. So that is a massive threat airily. And, and it's good to see him as a player. He's always struggled to kind of make that step up from the championship. Had a ridiculous scoring season last year, but he really has stepped up this year. It's going to be a challenging game. I think the narrative around this game is obviously about Chelsea being at home under the lights, the new players coming in, the excitement. But this is a tricky test. This is not a standard Chelsea-Fulham game in the sense that Fulham aren't just going to come to the bridge and roll over. You know, it's it's not one of those teams that have been in relegation trouble before. This is a team that can cause Chelsea and has caused Chelsea massive problems. So tactically, it's not going to be simple for Graham Potter. So now we get into the starting eleven for Chelsea. And this is obviously a, a massive thing at the moment. Still got some injury concerns, still got some areas where with players coming back, even though we want them to be involved again, you've still got to manage their minutes and you don't want any more injury setbacks for players like Reese James, who had that against Bournemouth uh, back in December. So looking at the last starting 11 um, against Liverpool uh, before we had this little break, I mean, it says here a back three, but as we know at the time, it, it kind of was a back four. It was a little bit fluid. Jorginho's final appearance in a Chelsea shirt, no longer available. Hakim Ziyech made a start. Will he feature after his PSG loan collapsed um, and kind of the morale and, and feeling of that player right now is, is going to be really interesting and, and I think difficult for Graham Potter to navigate uh, even 
nosy Ash has been involved in the last few starting lineups for, for Chelsea and has played well, that is obviously going to impact things. Mark Cucurera, I think, had a better game against Liverpool. He really did, particularly when you're up against Mohamed Salah. Not peak Mohamed Salah, but it's still Mohamed Salah at Anfield. And then uh, Lewis Hall playing in central midfield, I think, put in a decent shift. Kai Havertz, I think, has looked better in recent games. I felt out of Mason Mount and Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher had the better game. And we know in, in, in sort of a defensive aspect, there was improvement. Uh, Benoit Badiashile has looked good. Thiago Silva is Chelsea's player of the season so far. And Trevor Chalabar, after a rocky period uh, over Christmas, I think has started to reach those levels again that we, we associate him with since he made his breakthrough last season. So this is my starting eleven. As you can see, no Reese James or Ben Shearwell, um, mainly due to fitness. And it's kind of looking at when Graham Potter says players who can make it through 90 minutes um, I, I think that it's trying to work those players back and I just wonder because of what happened against Bournemouth does Reese come back into the starting 11 I think Reese has kind of been in training a little bit longer than Ben Chirwell has or they've kind of been similar times does you know I, I know that a lot of people will be demanding Reese James get back in the first team and listen I will not be complaining if I see Reese in that starting 11 tomorrow night I, I won't but we all have that fear, right? And you want to manage these minutes because we've got some not only big Premier League games for the rest of the season, but we've got the Champions League returning. You want him fit and firing for that. So maybe a little bit of a slower integration back into the team, which is, is just such a difficult balancing act, which is why, as you see with the with the starting 11, Raheem Sterling does play in this game, uh, mainly just because I think as a wide player, you see those subs be made all the time. Chelsea have got options. I think maybe Ruben Loftus-Cheek could make a start here. You've got the option to rotate him as well. But in terms of defence, I'm not radically changing things. You've got Kepa Ariza Balaga remaining in goal. Trevor Chalabar as a right back slash right centre back. Thiago Silva and Benoit Badiashile. Badiashile has made a really impressive start to his Chelsea career. And let's hope he continues that. As I say, Marco Carrera has received a lot of criticism. But I think deserved praise for his performance at Anfield. But again, there is going to be a clamour very naturally to see Ben Chilwell back in this starting eleven, And we'll see if, if Graham Potter is ready to do that tomorrow night. Enzo Fernandez in central midfield. It's kind of the obvious one to say. I think if he gets permission to play, I think he does play. I think you get him in that midfield because this is now a massive part of our midfield. This is what we've been waiting for for so long. So I think you want to get him integrated into Chelsea starting eleven. And this is also a guy who hasn't had many injury problems recently. You expect him to be relatively fit. He's played a lot of football this season. So the hope is we could get him in there. And then you do have the options of, say, Ruben Loftus-Cheek off the bench to, to bring on for him later in the game if he can't do 90 minutes uh, for whatever reason. Carney Chukameka, I think, has been impressive in, in recent showings, and I would like to see him get a start once again for Chelsea rather than coming off the bench. I don't think Mason Mount has been in good form, so I'd rather see Carney Chukameka play here. And Conor Gallagher, I think, had a decent game at Anfield, so I think out of the options Graham Potter has in front of him, I would play both Carney Chukameka and Conor Gallagher in a midfield three. It could be a 4-2-3-1, as we've seen. I think just as the back four has kind of molded into a back three at times, I think you will see a 4-3-3 very naturally go into a 4-2-3-1. The front three, Mikhailo Mudrik has to be starting on the left wing for me after his showing against Liverpool. I think people are kind of waiting to see Mudrik from the off now. They're really excited about seeing him more in a Chelsea shirt. So I just think this is the right time. And he linked up very well and very naturally with the players around him. So Chelsea are going to need that energy. They're going to need that trickery against what is a confident for them side. They will come to the bridge thinking we can do the double over Chelsea and Chelsea have to stop that tomorrow night. Kai Havertz, my criticisms of him, but I, I do think he was unlucky not to score at Anfield. That could have been a winning goal. He scored a very important goal against Crystal Palace. So for me, he's still Chelsea's starting number nine. And Raheem Sterling, as I say, 
hasn't been great in terms of performance but actually when you look at the numbers so far this season and and this doesn't say a lot because Chelsea don't score a lot of goals or at least we don't have players in the final third who produce a lot of goals and that needs to change quickly but Sterling has been one of those players and um, I I just wonder with Sterling's sort of um, seniority in the squad and Ziyech maybe if you're going on form Ziyech starts this game but I just there's just that question mark because he, he came so close to leaving the club is he still in Graham Potter's plans? And that is why there's a question mark over his head. I think if that did not happen, if the PSG thing didn't happen in that final few hours and days of the transfer window, I would still have Ziyech as my right-sided player because I think Ziyech has been performing well for Chelsea. So before people get annoyed at me and say, you're just dismissing Ziyech, the only reason I've got Sterling in here is, as I say, for context-wise of, of the type of player Sterling is, the preference, I think, at times, which at, at times is unfair. But I just, I wonder if the politics of it all will mean that Ziyech doesn't now start for Chelsea again. So that's a kind of an unknown one. And I think across this 11, there is a lot of unknowns in terms of the formation, in terms of some of those new players. Do they start instantly? Is Mudrick still being sort of filtered back into minutes, consistent minutes? Does he go from the off? Or is, again, will Mikhailo Mudrick be an impact sub later in the game? These are all big questions. I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if if, uh, Mason Mount remains in the starting 11 as one of those consistent players after a little bit of a break. And I think bigger, I think more impactful questions, do Reese James and Ben Shirwell start this game together? Uh, I think people will be excited about that. It's just match fitness, isn't it? And getting that back up. But Chelsea are not, we're going for a little bit less of a congested period now, which I think is good. But maybe not if you're one of those players returning from injury, because it's not like you can go Saturday, Wednesday, back to Saturday and get those minutes in quite quickly. There is going to be a little bit of a gap now between games. But hopefully... Chelsea can manage it well those are my thoughts Uh, as you know I don't really give score predictions but I really hope Chelsea can get another win and a more confident win than the one against Fulham listen with so much movement with players returning from injury you can't expect Chelsea to just go out there and smash teams 5-0 we're not in that position and we're coming up against a team like Fulham who have been in good confidence have given trouble to a lot of good teams this season so I expect it to be a tight game uh, but I think Chelsea hopefully can just edge it out and get another important win uh, hopefully on this road to recovery under Graham Potter let me know your lineups let me know your thoughts in the comments below and I will see you again very soon all the best (laughs) 